0: What's good, people? It's your boy, Icarus Gray, and we are back <laughs> with Gray Area Anime, the podcast. I don't feel like I needed to add that, but so it's the I hope they know. I hope they know. as always, know. Primitive is in the building. my friends today it's time for you guessed it did did you guess it an anime rewind (laughs) (laughs) which is basically for those who may be new or have skipped the other episodes of this we watch an anime from our youth or Something that is older, in general. It's it's vintage, classic. Yeah. Um, Would be considered all-time great, Mm -hmm. Uh, but it has to be, you know, at least five to ten years old. Somewhere in a range of just having enough time to wear. We've had some time to sit with it. Had some time to kind of let it marinate. Old
1: and ended. Right,
0: has to be old and ended. Cannot be ongoing. That that would not be a uh, rewind. That would be a play. (laughs) Okay. So, (laughs) um, so that is the breakdown in this segment. And the anime that we are watching is Samurai Shampoo, which is basically a samurai Western hip hop movie TV show. Yes. (laughs) I mean, like. Yeah, it it watches like all of these things.
1: What does that mean, Icarus?
0: So what it means is there are a lot of um, traditional anime aspects in this. It's very feudal Japan, which would mean samurais, old world um, emperors, geishas, the whole nine. Yeah, Um, yakuza in a different way. You know, the start of the mafia is the Yakuza or the gang members um, to make it even more simplified. Mm -hmm. Um, For those of you who may not know what a Yakuza is, you may just hear this word and be like, man, it's like mafia for those. And for those who don't know what the mafia is, it's like a gang, an organized gang, very smart and organized gang. So anyway,
1: (laughs) the best gangs are. Mm. (laughs) <laughs> they don't last long if they're not smart to organize yeah, <laughs> they usually yeah, are here today know. gone tomorrow
0: but anyway that is a general breakdown of Samurai Shampoo. we do have uh, two other episodes after watching episode one and two of the anime rewind so go and check those out mm-hmm. if you have not already um, and also watch the anime along with us these rewinds and breakdowns are kind of companion pieces which is my favorite word to Watching the anime. Now, I'll do my best to break it down if you um, just want to listen to us talk, but <laughs> I promise yeah. that it'll um, broaden your horizons a little bit if you watch and listen, because I'm giving or doing my best to get perspective from from both aspects. So, um, in this episode, we're going to break down episodes three and four, because the name of the episode is Hellhounds for Hire, um, part one and part two. Yes. Yes. Or three and four so we wanted to just do them as one episode instead of like breaking them up um because we can't leave you guys on cliffhangers all the time plus we've been lacking on the uh content department and we want to give y'all the good content
1: you know <laughs> okay pay you back nice nicely said there so
0: we'll start with episode three Hellhounds for hire part one which i just broke down but still so, Enter Mugen Jin Fu. Um and for those who don't know, Mugen is basically a uh unpolished raw diamond. He is he can be a beautiful diamond, but he's just unrefined, so to speak. Uh Jin is our refined samurai moral code. It doesn't go outside of the lines much is um, very grounded in morals. Whereas Moogan is like, wherever I feel like going today is where I'm going. And Fu is us. She is the driving, she is the storyline, she is our viewpoint, she is um, innocence, she is wholesomeness um, in a certain way. And and she is a um, the driving force of the series, as I've said before in probably episode one. But mm-hmm. It um starts with them talking about what it is they're going to do next. Um, this is following episode two where they've um, escaped the first bounty on their heads um, from the uh, gentleman in first one who was uh, not first one. I'm, <laughs> in I'm episode a one, apologies. The, the
1: uh, lord, the crime lord.
0: Yeah, the well, the the random crime lord's friend that burned. Oh the place yes, up. that's right. So anyway, yeah so a crazy man yes mm-hmm. yes 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 um so we're following off the tail of that they're deciding what they're going to do next and without even having a conversation uh well they had a small bit of a conversation <laughs> Mugen and Jen are like you know what it's time to get up out of here she can't catch both of us you go one way i go the other way and you don't know that that's what they're saying, but they're having a little conversation. He's like, what are you guys doing? And they just run off like, I'm going to go do what I want to do. I have no obligations to stay here. And so uh, they run off, and uh, you start to meet a couple or two different people. Mugen, I think, meets uh, Nagatomi Rikai, Rikai, which is the Yakuza boss of the town, um, or one of the Yakuza boss of the town. There are two opposing gangs there is a gang that has been yakuza for years but ruled in the way of uh, black panther or you know social activists like there were things they did but it was more for the people more for the community whereas the newer gang the uh, nagatomi are more about just corruption and and you know not controlling people by force but controlling people with corruption so uh, Mugen meets him in the middle of a, uh, what is it? What, 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 uh, gambling. <laughs> there's gambling going on. Uh, there's an old man there who is gambling, who has just been cheated out of a certain amount of money. Uh, you know how it is. It's probably like a deed or, or something to your land. And, uh, Mugen sees this and he's kind of like, he's telling them, you know, we don't do force. We just, We use their money this way, we manipulate them, and then you rule them. You know, you don't want them to fear you. You want them to, you don't want them to fear you in a way of like, oh, I'm going to die. You want them to fear you in a way like, you're still providing me something. Like, I I want you to feel like, "Eh, I'm benevolent. Benevolent.
1: Benevolent. Benevolent. I got you
0: back I don't know what's going on. But that. Yes, go ahead.
1: I was just going to say, and I think what we're moving towards is the the key uh, difference that you're pointing out between both of the, the leaders. One of them, the the one that's actually um, I would consider to be more righteous in this case, is a man of the people. Like you said, he's, he's an outlaw and they follow a code, which is really interesting. The other guy actually uses the law, the, the evil person, <laughs> uses the law. To oppress the people like that's how he, you know, that's where the corruption is. Is And I think that's really important to point out is that the corruption is then the fact that he he gets things from people or obtains things from people um, legally on paper, but through intimidation and other ways. You know, that's how he's and that's that's such a really interesting microcosm and, and look at it, at a society from, you know, so from that point of view. So I think that's really, really worth pointing out or looking into.
0: Um, so he meets him and he starts to talk about kind of like what he's trying to do because he sees that he's strong um, and kind of decides to bring him under his wing. But his main bodyguard was, um Ishimatsu is his name. And technically, there are only five, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven characters named in this episode. Um, everybody else is kind of ancillary. Um and it doesn't serve much purpose outside of being like fodder or somebody to kind of say boss or
1: whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the anyway,
0: so they're having this conversation, and um, because a lot of things kind of lead up to these different points, but I'm just gonna hit the bullet points because we still got a whole other episode to go. But it it wraps up pretty quick. Anyway, so Mugen is talking to Nagatomi, the boss, or his name is Rikai. But the Nagatomi boss is what I'm going to say, just to make it a little easier. Um, and he's ex- explaining the world, explaining what he's trying to do, how he's trying to do it, and why he would like Mugen to be a part of that. Um, wa- uh, Ishimatsu don't really like that because they're like, bro, this dude ain't, you know, he's not, he, he can't be in control. Like, what are you doing? Like, I thought I was your, you know, your second right hand. He's like, man, if none of y'all could have killed him, if we have that kind of intimidation, uh, nobody can mess with us, and it's kind of right in that kind of uh Age and era. So on the uh, other side of town, you meet Sosuke and um, Ozuru. Oh,
1: yeah, Ozu. Ozu,
0: Okay. Um,
1: That's what I have. I apologize. No, I'm just. Saying, My okay. information may be corrupted.
0: No, it's not correct. I'm just saying, okay. I appreciate (laughs) the help. Um, Anyway. (laughs) Um, So she's tutoring him in, um, I think, like, just general lessons or something. Mm -hmm. It's obvious that he has a crush on her. Um, And what happens is one of the guys from the Nagatomi gang comes by and pressures them about money that her dad lost in gambling. Yes. Um, and what they do or their intimidation tactic is, well, you don't have to go to jail or we won't kill you if you sell your daughter to us. Now, a theme in this episode or in these two episodes that is or can be common of anime is um, just when they go vile or when they go on uh, these degrading aspects of how women can be treated or used, they go they They do the things that um can feel like a law and order s v u episode, <laughs> and it's just kind of like, "Doom, doom, like how do we end up here kind of thing <laughs> like are is the value that low of, of somebody's life? like somebody's always offering themselves up in some way. so um while this is happening, um and basically what they're wanting to do is you know not like rape her. But they um, uh, put her. Go ahead. No, you no, go no. Ahead. I'm just joking. I'm joking. They um, put her in a position of working out of a whorehouse or a prostitution ring or a brothel. It's probably a better word. Six but, on
1: one, half a dozen on the other. But oh, yes. <laughs> um,
0: while this is happening, Foo, um is walking down the street. She's not paying attention. She bumps, or she bumps, I say bumps, in. Uh, quotation marks because a guy kind of slid behind her made her break this vase it's a general scam of this vase cost a million dollars how are you going to repay it well i have a way for you to repay it you need some money you can repay it working out of this brothel yes and it's one of those like the the main point of it is just strange Uh, but it's often a thing um like i said that happens in animes just because they're trying to move story along but it's also like, does everything have to be about, you know, sex, money, drugs kind of thing? And that's why I said this is kind of like the the uh, stereotypical hip hop equivalent in that sense.
1: And I guess that's that's a good way of uh, um, looking at that. Because again, like we said in the previous episodes, it's very much, and we kind of alluded to it at the beginning, it's very much about marrying um, the old world aesthetic with new world issues yeah. and, and commenting on a on a today society using old world aesthetics. So yeah.
0: Right. So, um, all the while, now that Ozuru or Ozuzu um has been taken, um the son Sosuke goes, um, he sees runs into the, uh, not Mugen Jin mm-hmm. and asks him to be his bodyguard because he wants to go and get her. Um so they saddle up, he dresses him up like a geisha because they also like doing that. Um, Jen <laughs> looks immaculate. He is the most tall, beautiful woman you have ever seen in your life with no body shape whatsoever. It is
1: I was gonna say, and you know, it's so it's really funny when you see it, just because it's like, you know, that is clearly a man, but the <laughs> makeup is so I'm not gonna lie, it's so well done.
0: Um, so they're gonna sneak in like, hey, I've brought this girl to sale.
1: It's a tall girl.
0: And as soon as they get in, it's like immediate <laughs> like all right, let's go. Let's rescue her. Um, She tells him she's not going to go because her sense of honor is I don't want my father in debt. I want to pay my father's debt. If this is what I have to do, this is what I have to do. Um, I don't have any other choice because this gang will kill him or kill us if I don't. Yes. And it's at this point that Mugen sees Jin. And they're like, "Mm, man, it seems like we always got to... And to be continued <laughs> is what happens. <laughs> <laughs> They're about to fight, and, it's and you know what? Every, and
1: we said that I was done, Did the little back from uh, JoJo's Bizarre uh, I thought whatever trying to, Like I don't
0: know. I don't know if no, that, that, that was it, but I, get I don't what know you were if that saying. was
1: it either. But that, that's immediately <laughs> what came to mind. I'm not even kidding. Anyway,
0: <laughs> <laughs> so to pick up from the end of episode three, and again, we leave a couple things out because there are like some color text, but I'm going to like explain the episode as a whole or what I think the meaning between these two episodes was at toward closer to the end. So, um, we f- unfreeze now they're fighting a little bit, but Fu's like, what are y'all doing? Y'all should not be fighting each other.
1: Cause mind you, they're fighting right in front of her cage. She's in a cage with the rest of the women and Jen and Mugen are fighting each other on opposite sides, uh, for warring gang factions. Moving
0: that forward. They don't care about it. They all. don't care about none of that. Um, well, Jin cares about the duty of what he was he was yeah, doing he because he was also taking Sosuke kind of under his arm and kind of teaching him some honor things like, hey, bro, like if you're not strong enough to do this, you really shouldn't be doing this. Yeah, Um. you
1: need to get stronger. Be smart.
0: So basically the Nagatomi boss, uh Nagatomi boss is what I'm going to say because I mess up on his name so frequently,
1: <laughs> Um.
0: <laughs> decides like, all right, now everybody surround them and kill them. And Mugen's like, Hey fam, no. That that's not how this works. We're fighting. This is a one on one fight. Yes. I just want to fight strong people. If you get in my way, I'm gonna kill you. And he kills one of the guys and runs off. Well, he kills one of the guys and then it causes enough commotion that uh Jen uh or Sosuke throw down a smoke bomb and they get out of there.
1: I think it was them both. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And um So Mugen and Nagasumi boss have a conversation like, you know, I'm doing this for power. Like I don't care nothing about whether or not we get them like today. We'll get them when we need to get them. But this is all about power. This is all about control. You know, you can have whatever you want. He's like, "Mm, nah, like I'm more free than that. Like the desires that I have are not contained by your greed, your wealth, your corruption, your need for power. Yeah, And he leaves. I mean, he doesn't say it that eloquently. He says it in a moving way, like, I'm going to do what I want to do. Exactly. But still.
1: <laughs> Bottom line.
0: Um, While this happens, uh, the Foo and Ozuzu have a conversation over the night, just kind of like, well, why don't you leave? And, and she's like, yeah. I want to stay because of my family. I have an honor to my family. And, you know, I don't want my family in, in disarray. And she asks, tells her, you know, like, should you not know the same? Do you not have family? And you know, Fu has this sad look on her face because we don't know her family situation, but you can tell from her reaction that no, I really don't. Yeah, you know, at least in feeling, she immediately apologizes to her. Um, and we go to the next day, um, where now the focus is on and we don't see the dad, her dad again. Like we see no, him yeah, we twice nev- like in the beginning and then, him, and then we don't see not him Not in again.
1: this second episode. You're right. We don't see him. Ever um, we only
0: see him in the first but we don't see him again. Yeah. And um.
1: After the. F- yeah no we do see her after the fight. But yeah you're yeah. right.
0: So they uh. Blah 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 blah. blah. <laughs> <I> catch my <laughs> thought process. Um. So after that. Fast forward to the next day. Um. Sosuke walks up as. Uh, two of the Nakatomi guys are talking to Ozuzu about, like, man, we've been waiting for this. Like, you know, you gotta stay here. And, you know, they're pressing up on her um, and just making her generally feel uncomfortable. They're they're treating her like the property that they think she is. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, Sosuke's like, nah, bro.
1: I ain't going out like that.
0: And so, you know, he runs up on one of the guys, stabs him in the heart, kills him. Um, And he's not a warrior in that sense. He's not... He's a kid. You know, he's a young teenager in that sense that has never murdered anybody. And you can see that grief on his face. Mm -hmm. Um, But when you're fighting for the person you love and you're put in that position, you don't really have a choice or so he felt. So with this, he's of course, immediately captured. And Nagatomi is like, Oh, perfect. Now I get to use Yakuza law to basically take control over everything. So here's the deal. Um and the Kawaras or the boss Because he just calls him dad. I don't think they ever say his name, they just call him boss. But the um Kawaras um are now like, okay, the only way to get your son back or not the one. Bleh, the Nagatomis are talking to the Kawaras. Um if I have not made
1: No, you're right. Decision. His and, and Sasuke is actually the son of the leader uh, yeah, of the Kawaras, yeah, right. yes.
0: And um so he's saying, Okay, here's what we can do.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, since you want to follow the laws, the laws would say a life for a life, and we'll what we'll do is we'll gamble for it. We'll roll dice. And um we'll roll the dice. If I win, you know, my son lives and you get everything or something like that. Like, yeah, he's he, gonna, so like so either way it was a lose the, lose situation. Because if he lost, then he he'd kill his son and it was just basically. So yes, if if the
1: Kawara's lost, um, they would go ahead. The the Nagatomis would kill his son. If the Kawara's won, then the Nagatomis would release the son. However, they would gain control over all of the, um, the Kawara territory, which has been his goal the entire time. He wants their territory.
0: Okay. So when that happens, they also, you know, put in the code of like, okay, um, you can provide the person that watches, we'll provide the person that, that rolls the dice. Mm-hmm. And immediately, he's like, I'm um, talking to uh, uh, Ishimatsu, and um, it's like, all right, so what we're going to do is you go take care of their dice roller. Like, and if they don't show up, we get to use one of ours, and basically, we'll cheat, we'll win, blah.
1: Because that's what they've been doing this whole time. That's what they've been
0: doing. Like, my whole thing is like, I don't really care. Like, either way, we win, but, I don't. I just want to make sure. Um. So this at this point that Fu has escaped the brothel, um, because yes. there was a <laughs> mole shaped gentleman that tried to sleep with her that she was not having it. Um. Her squirrel, who I don't think has a name right now. Her squirrel. I can't remember. Um.
1: Squirrel or chipmunk.
0: Probably chipmunk, but yeah. it's still a flying squirrel because it's got the.
1: Oh yes, 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 yes. You're right
0: um so he bites the mole man's hand mm-hmm. again like i said nobody else gets a name in this episode and the
1: squirrel's been resting gently in her bosom this entire time like or like we thereof, yeah, yeah we're like whatever but it's just funny to me that we don't see the squirrel for two i don't remember seeing it in the first episode and out of nowhere when foo's about to get attacked thank god the squirrel was on he her person up
0: in one of those episodes i don't know
1: I, 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 I think in uh, episodes oh. one and two but i don't remember him in three <laughs>
0: But uh, no, he didn't pop him in three. Yeah. Um. So she gets out of there. Um. And as she's getting out of there, she's like, "All right, I got to get back to the gambling house," um, because she had heard about uh, what was going down uh, with Sosuke. Mm-hmm. And so, um, she hops in a taxi. She's on her way there. Of course, the everybody's at the um the dice game, the Kawaras, the Nagatomi's, Sosuke Mugenjin, both of their gangs. And the dice person hasn't shown up. And they're like, all right, just give me one more minute. And uh, the taxi that Fu got in arrives, and they end up mistaking her for the dice roller. They ask no questions. No one did. <laughs> <laughs> no one asked any questions.
1: Except Jen, who was like, what are you doing here? And, and no, no one no acknowledged one it. It was no so funny.
0: They weren't important enough for them to to like listen. <laughs> so she gets there. Fu Take stock of the situation, and it's hilarious because initially it just seems like she's about to mess everything up, but then yes. she goes right into, All right, this is what we're doing. How do we do it? She put a whole like,
1: other voice on, and everything it was like, perfect. Let's do
0: it. Are, are you ready? Are you ready? And she like throws the dice off the wall and catches them somehow. And uh, it was a seven, which means the Nagatomi won the bet. And with that, Kawara, the Kawaras had no intention, yeah, you know, in Noble of letting his son die. And he he had no intention of that. And so what he does is he does, um, simpaku is, uh, is what I want to say it's called. Um, which they, is, yeah, go ahead and explain what it is honor suicide. Basically, I am going. To, I will stab myself in the gut if I have forsaken any form of honor, um, or done something that is unbecoming or in a model way.
1: Or like, I'm about to go on it off me because I'm not going to let you do it. One or yeah. the other. <laughs> uh, it, but
0: anyway, it's all based in honor.
1: Won't give you the satisfaction.
0: Um, and it's at this point that they're like, "What? Wait, what?" You know, everybody's a little stumbled. Uh, Nakatomi then decides. Uh, I've been a scumbag. So what I'm gonna do is, I'm gonna hold a little man hostage because either way we got control. But psh.
1: and that's that's what? what makes it so sad because he killed himself, and it's like, but dude, what's to stop him from taking control of your territory, anyways? But I'm sure you'll get to that in your explanation. Yeah, right, yeah.
0: yeah. So um, it's at this point that everybody's kind of around, and it's like. All right, well, I guess this is it. I guess everybody's just going to start fighting. It's
1: popping off.
0: To which Mugen shows up, and they're like, what are you doing back here? And he's like, "What? what? he was looking for food. food. He came right back way. for food. Yeah. And then he was like, ah, just, you know, I'm here for you now.
1: I ain't <laughs> see nobody coming after me. Might as well get you.
0: And uh, he's like, don't you care about this boy's life? No. <laughs> he you want some old man att- no.
1: attacking people. Yes. No. Get your butt in the car. <laughs> Why you come over here messing with these people? That's a little Friday humor, y'all. A little Friday humor. When you explain it. Well, cause some people don't know what the what movie reference it is. Go. I'm sorry. Watch Friday, y'all. Watch it. Anyway.
0: <laughs> so then at this point, he decides, all right, time to take everybody out. Because I'm just here to fight. Yeah. At this point, uh, he like, I'm out of here, says yeah, the uh, Rikai. He's like, I'm out of here, bro. Yeah, the Nagatomi boss is like, I ain't here for this. He runs <laughs> on out, um, to which he is then met by uh, Ishimatsu. I don't know what. I, like, I've said it 10 times, and I keep forgetting. But anyway, so it's Ishimatsu. He meets him outside, and he's like, you know. Get back in there and, and save me. Save me. And then Ishimatsu's like, no, dog, Death.
1: <laughs> immediately and it's it's so beautiful
0: um because it gets its comeuppance and then you know at that point like everybody else had won like one nobody gonna be Mugen and Mugen wasn't in there killing the um uh, Kawara Jin, gang. Jin was
1: already in there and the rest of the gang was already going at it yeah, so. so they
0: were just taking out the Nagatomi gang yeah um so now the Kawaras have control back over the land and the district and the moral or I have a couple more things kind of yes. I guess touch on to wrap the episode up. So anyway, so to wrap the episode up, um Sosuke is now obviously the leader of the gang. He was a successor of uh the Kawara's anyway. And uh him and Ozuzu are together, they're able to be together and you know they're bidding farewell to um Mugen Jin Fu and uh Ishimatsu he tells them like hey you can come back, you know, and be the bodyguard for us. And, you know, my dad would have wanted that. And he's like, well, I'm going to follow the outlaw code and I'm going to go and atone for my sins. But once I've done that, I'll come back. I'll I'll do what you asked me to do. Um, It's at that point that uh, Mugen is the only person that's missing from uh, the farewell thing. I think I put him in there, but he's, he's missing from this. Yes. So anyway. So they're about to leave, and Ishi- uh, Ishimatsu walks up on Mugen and says, Hey, we got some unfinished business. Um, samurai Coast. Like I said, this is all a mix, and I'll get to the big point. So, anyway, so they do a samurai uh, showdown, if you will, um, or a Wild West quick draw gunfight kind of thing. Um, Mugen wins, slices Ishimatsu down, Ishimatsu dies, and, you know, dies smiling. So,
1: I didn't see that smile.
0: Um, Here is the moral of what this episode was about. The episode was about the old and the new. It was about honor versus, you know, pure young, dumb corruption. Um, It was about what. Organized crime used to stand for versus what it stands for now in the new era um, the The reason that it didn't matter about whether um when he when he did when he when he killed himself um what it was about was the honor in the general honor of it in the general code if I've atoned for this. We're square. And there are more people who follow that code. It's the reason why Ishimatsu killed him. Because it's like you're not even respecting the honor. Like I followed you initially because there was a power that you had. That's why I left. Because you were you showed some things and I finally actually seen you for who you really are. Like everything that you do and the way you had it set up was more of a facade to the honor and things that I had previously. Mm-hmm. Um, the code, like you follow the code. that That's how things work. It's how we keep women and children and other people out of this and, and not involved because this is not their fight. We take the fact that I will atone for the things that I've done the old school way, which is I know that I'm not doing right. And I know that at some point I will have to pay for these things versus I don't really care who pays for it. Just ain't going to be me.
1: Yes, I agree with that.
0: And, you know, with the ending of the episode of Mugen and Ishimatsu fighting, that was his form of atonement. Like he had no intention of coming back and he couldn't tell Sosuke that because he's a kid who's not of that world. And that was the juxtaposition that you see. Like, this ain't his world. It's like, no, you should. Why do you have to pay this debt? Why do you have to do this? Like, what are you doing? Like, I have to stay here versus in in the naive aspects of if you're going to pull a sword, you need to use it. If The same thing is like, if you got a gun there. Put your life on the line. It's not for threatening. You know, it's not for games. And that this episode speaks volumes to that that was where Mugen and Jen are connected in their different parts because they were aligned with their thought process. But Mugen's thought process is more about freedom and Jen is about honor in the truest sense of that.
1: And I think, so a couple things to add to that. One is when you talk about the difference between June and Mugen, I think that the fact that Mugen, um, fights in a breakdance kind of style like in a b-boy kind of style also speaks to that because hip-hop in a lot of ways was a breaking away at least before you know it became mainstream was a breaking away it was a new thing it was a new creation so it kind of his fighting style kind of embodies that push for something different and and the the introduction of like almost a modernized version of the samurai lifestyle but the other thing I wanted to point out too was um pushing out the the old way that's what I was trying to say but the other thing I wanted to point out too was the position of the women in this show because one thing that I think we we didn't talk about it uh but it's easy to overlook is when they were in that cage and they were talking about the war that was going to happen between the um the kawaras and the nagatomi they she asked like one of the other more seasoned prostitutes asked like you think that they're gonna let us free (laughs) they're not gonna let us free this is going to be a gang war. And so even though you have these two warring factions where one of them does have an honor system and an honor code and, and, um, you know, abides by said code. And the other person is obviously just selfish and has no honor. Either way it benefits. It does not benefit the people that are caught up in this system. So they're still at the mercy of whoever's in Cause I, yeah, because- even though Sasuke is now the ruler, I I don't know who's advising him, but I highly doubt that he let all the harlots go. I mean, you know yeah, what I mean, it's like just, it's, so. And, it's and still that cool reality of the world.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a business, in the sense that if you are property owned or otherwise, like it's different from okay, mother. The difference would be whereas they're conning people in the to being at the brothel. The Other people would be this is what you choose to do if you're looking to make some money, that's where a madam, you know, yeah, would no, come it in makes, in that kind of sense, uh, you know. I and definitely get it, it's more of a like, no, I get what you're saying, but what I'm saying, yeah. like, and it, now it doesn't benefit them, benefit them in either way because it's a commodity in that time, like,
1: it's a commodity today, though, and that's the thing about it, like, more, all of that the gambling, the sex, no, 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 but it's some, all just you know.
0: Yeah, but there's more control in that aspect, I think, today than obviously that there was then in the sense that, listen, man, I'm not going to get into an existential conversation about it, but I'm just (laughs) saying, like, you can, like, fashion over to OnlyFans. You got way more opportunity to do what you want to do versus the commodity is as Did you say
1: fashion over to OnlyFans? (laughs)
0: Listen, what I'm saying is you can control your own destiny versus the commodity itself just being controlled
1: which means we've moved in into this, a moving um, way of life
0: in this uh feudal way and i I, lo- I love the way this episode does that in the sense that this is old school meeting the new school everywhere this is a combination of all these ideals and at the bulk of it honor wins out um now they don't like typically agree it wins out in the sense that there is still hope for people that are doing different things. Like, even with Sosuke doing that, you can almost but guarantee that his life path isn't dictated to be like his father. Right. Um, He's going to follow the honor of it because he's understood what it was and what it is, but he's a different thought process. So there's newness in that. There's still newness in the honor aspect. Whereas, you know, all people who are on the opposite side... You still got a tone for that at some point.
1: Yeah. Like whether you think about
0: it or not. So it's just. I completely agree with you. It was a really eloquent way of constructing episodes. Mm -hmm. I hated the the fact that it was split up. But, you know, the through story was enough to where you at least get where they were going. Because everything has kind of been about these vignette storylines, so to speak. In the sense that they are typical archetypes of, you know, being on the run kind of thing. Bonnie and Clyde kind of thing. Um,
1: on a journey, in general. A, like you just, there's this It's more like a situation comedy. So, yeah. like, you have a different situation every time so with you, the same yeah. characters. So,
0: you've mean. had, you know, prison escape. You've had the bounty hunters that are coming after you uh, coming to get them.
1: You've had whorehouse escape. Yeah. <laughs> you've had it all.
0: Well, you've even had, you know... Uh, Traps set by yes. the same, you know, crazy
1: man. <laughs> well, not even that. I'm talking about
0: the, um, the lady of the evening that tricked Mugen. Mugen, yeah, in, in episode two. So you've had a lot of different things, which also was
1: another part of it. That was another part of the the crazy man scheme. Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah. But either way, it's it's been more of a really really good, um, rewatching thus far, um, yes. and kind of learning yes. these things and learning how it's not they're not is
1: oh, i think i'm supposed to fill this in <laughs> but yeah no this episode was a really good combination of like that um interjecting or intersection of uh old and new especially when you think about um Fu's conversation with osuzu about why she wouldn't leave like foods like ideals are very westernized in a sense that she's like if you are uncomfortable why are you taking the burden you know that's a very western ideology that's definitely not old world it's definitely not eastern and when so when osuzu says it's because my family that is that is a very um specific to old world kind of mindset whereas you know here in america and other places like that we're very very individualized so it's a yeah, it's a good it's a good clash.
0: Thank you. Sorry you guys for <laughs> that moment. Um, but yeah, all in all, it was just a very well told story. Story. And yes. I like how they do that in all the episodes where it's just kinda like these small parts of just general um cinematic things. Um it's just really, really Amazing, and you know, I'm I'm glad we're watching it, rewatching it. <laughs> but anyway, do your thing.
1: All right. If you would like to get in touch with Icarus, you can get at him on Twitter at Icarus Gray. You can get at him and on, on I'm sorry on Instagram at Icarus underscore Gray. You can also get at me on Twitter at Prima Diva. You can get at me on Instagram at Prima Diva Red. We look forward to talking to you. Please like, share, and subscribe. We'll see you next time.
0: All right, guys. Until then, keep watching. Anime is for everybody.